Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. So we're back. Another week of the read. Welcome. Um, not going to waste any of your time because I would love to go home. This week's Black Excellence. Congratulations to everybody over at ABC and Blackish. They just got their season extended for another two episodes from 22 episodes to 24, which I'm excited about because this season, much like the previous seasons, has been amazing. So congratulations to everybody out there doing amazing things with that show. It's one of my favorite things to watch. It's so, so good. Did you see the Monopoly episode? I did see the Monopoly episode, but I missed the one from last night. So keep y'all spoilers. I'll catch up when I have time to breathe. Um, Other than that, if you're at home being black and excellent, pat yourself on the black ass back. This week in Hot Tops, um, first of all, Omarion got uh, a very large slice of Humble Pie this past week, I believe. He was scheduled to perform in Namibia. Um, I think he's been doing a lot of shit out in Africa. I guess they cared about him more than Americans do. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. either way, not anymore. Not that country anyway. Because he was scheduled to go to a press conference prior to the concert, which was supposed to be a part of the agreement for the show. Right. His manager hit the press up and said that she's not coming. She's tired. The flight was super long. Girls can't do it. So sorry. (laughs) And so their response to that was to not promote the show and fans allegedly boycotted the show, uh, which was held at the Independence Stadium. There's footage, pictures of the concert that still took place in front of maybe 20 individuals. Damn. Um, so I saw those pictures and I thought they had to be fake. Like I thought everybody was just pulling these out to clown Omarion because of that whole storyline on Love and Hip Hop. But I'm looking at it now and apparently he was supposed to be like the headliner for this whole music festival type thing. Like there was a bunch of local artists and all this and still only like 50 people showed up to this. Wow. Well, he apparently posted... um a video on his social media with the caption that said, as long as you had a good time, which is just pathetic. I mean, um, but um, I guess you can continue to ignore phone calls or whatever, because you just, you know, absolutely what's best. So you and your nose rings have a great time out there doing shows for no one. Uh, I guess I'm confused. Cause I, well, it would seem that just because you missed the press conference, it wouldn't be like, a low ticket sales sort of thing, but apparently that's what happened. Like he missed the press conference promoting it beforehand. So everybody thought he wasn't coming. So they just didn't buy tickets, but I'm, 
trying to figure out who told them that Omarion was going to be like the big crowd pleaser or the show getter in the first place. Like, I think that it was probably this? going to be very, it wasn't going to be like popping anyway. It would probably still would have been a small concert because I can't imagine that if Omarion is the headliner for a concert out there that it's just going to be packed to maximum. Like, I don't think it would have been super packed. In fact, they were probably basing it on tickets at a radio station or whoever the fuck put together. Like they probably were the ones who were going to have people come out. And so since he didn't do whatever he was asked to do, they said, girl, well, nobody's coming. Right. Well, it looked like, I mean, soundcheck has more yikes. people at it than this shit did. So, I mean, girl, at the very least you can send Lil Fizz. I was going to say, you could at least call Lil Fizz back. Something. Stop being petty, girl. You have two <laughs> mouths to feed. Stop it. Right. And you're clearly not selling out shows everywhere, bro. Like this, they had to take an L on this. Speaking of mouths to feed, Keisha Kaor has admitted on The Breakfast Club in a very furry, Momraths-like vest or jacket that um, she does, in fact, have children um, which a lot of people guessed when she said, I don't have kids living in Jamaica rather than I don't have kids. Right. Um, she said that it's a situation where I'm proud to be a mother, but at the same time, I need it to be private. Um, I don't want okay. the kids in the limelight. I don't want them on social media. I need them to go to school and to just be children. She says they don't live with her mom. They live at home with her and the Gucci man. And that they're all spoiled. They have a blended family. They were all at the wedding and they're super happy. So I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't hear anything that I disagree with. Mm-mm. I mean, the sentence, it's a situation where I'm a proud to be a mother, but at the same time, I needed to be private was kind of strange. Like, because I feel like you being a mother, I can understand you wanting your kids' lives to be private, but you being a mom being private is weird like it wouldn't be anything if you were to be like yes i have kids yes i'm a mother but y'all ain't gonna ever see no pictures of them and don't plan on them being on the show don't plan on blah 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 because mind your fucking business that's different rather than i don't want anybody to know that i'm a mom right because that's what it seemed like before for like all these years really the speculation and rumors and stuff going around and maybe she didn't always have them with her and now she does i really don't know and it don't matter because the rest of the statement after that first part that sounds kind of like uh girl i don't know what you're talking about is like probably what more people should be doing keeping their kids off of instagram yeah stop doing these grown-ass halloween costumes that your baby cannot identify at all for the sake of instagram likes or whatever the fuck else like yeah let them kids live and gucci got kids you know what? These niggas always have kids. Like Women end up with men who have children and nobody is running around, running around talking about where your kids at? Who raising them? You got your own mama got them and all this other shit. So. Well, I don't care about her or her kids Let or their blended family. Um, I'm, I like the fact that she's a Jamaican woman and she's friends with Trina. So I have nothing negative to she's say about to her. Um, have a great time and a great life and... You know, yeah. now you've got a, another platform or whatever. Good for you. But she's super pretty. I'm glad she's cleared that up and addressed it. That ought to be the end of that, really. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas 
hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Let's see. Where should I go next with this? What's the most ridiculous thing? All right. Well, um, should I start with Remy Ma or should I just go with the other? Hmm. All right. So Remy Ma signed a multi-million dollar record deal with Columbia Records, apparently, quite recently. Um, Her new manager is one Vincent Herbert. No way. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I was gonna say it as a heart attack, but didn't he? Have oh, a heart you attack? ain't right for that. I think he did. <laughs> think Whatever. He did. Um, so he's still working. Obviously, didn't seem like he was gonna take a break from working to work on his marriage, but either way, that's over. <laughs> um, so he's working with her now. Remy Ma reportedly has a new song coming out uh, called "Wake Me Up" featuring Lil Kim. They're already labeling labeling it as a Nicki Minaj diss, which I just feel like reminisce, Queen. Is it really a Nicki Minaj diss? For what? Like, right? For what? Why? Why? Why are we still doing this? Like, you definitely won that whole thing, but it is so over. Like, it it has been done for so long, way past. I feel like even all summer, it's been gone. So, the worst part about it is neither one of you really capitalized off of it at all. Like, you came out and you did it. Sheetha was great, or whatever. And even after that other song that came out afterwards, that was not as good. I still recognize the greatness that was the lyricism behind Sheetha. I know lots of the children in the homeroom kids wanted to act like you didn't write it because the other one was trash to them or whatever and i mean as someone who listens to music and has listened to music for a lot longer than most of these people have been on earth i know that you've always rapped like that but after that there was no kind of like significant yeah follow-up to it to me Nicki minaj took forever to respond she put out no frogs it was a dud as far as i'm concerned it was um but i think that the the major the 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 interesting or major point or takeaway from the whole thing was that I feel like it adjusted some things with Nicki Minaj's behavior and addressed some things that 
people have been saying or thinking that nobody really like no one challenged her on i think until Sheether did like i don't give a fuck it has it wasn't until Sheether that Nicki minaj now starting to talk to all of these other female rappers yeah. like never never acknowledged them but now you send in the dms to azealia banks like with with nice quotes and oh i missed that and hold your head up you didn't remember when azealia banks dms oh Nicki minaj she sent long, all them essays yeah about how she's so <laughs> sorry and safari loves her and she didn't work with safari out of spite and blah blah oh, blah Lord. and i would have thought that she would have been blocked but she not only res- like got the messages, but responded with positivity yeah, and like and Bible verses and stuff. God is love. Like okay, girl. So I peep that either way. At and this the whole party thing, right? At this point, there's just nothing. Like Remy Ma should be doing nothing but just rapping her absolute best mm-hmm. and putting out bangers. The Nicki Minaj versus Remy Ma narrative is so old and boring at this point. I don't care about it. And the fact that you're bringing in Little Kim, not even like a Cardi or somebody else that, you know, is currently doing stuff. Right. Currently and has relevant. Like, or at the very least has recent issues with her as well. The Little Kim versus Nicki Minaj thing is way old like all of this is stale i don't know why columbia records or vincent or whoever didn't say hey girl so let's not do this then let's focus on other things because at that point at this point nobody cares about this like you're setting yourself up to to be a joke really as far as i'm concerned but maybe the song will be great maybe it won't be like a direct diss maybe it'll just be a couple of subliminal shots the way that nikki has been throwing subliminal shots at them but either way like you're not gonna knock Nicki Minaj off of her stride at all right she's doing quite fine she was always gonna do quite fine this should have never been more than sheether and moving on with your life so that's why i want to hear it and make sure it really is a little kim diss i feel like niggas heard okay remy ma and Lil kim on the same record it must be a Nicki minaj diss like well they're like i think a wrap-up posted alleged um quotes or lyrics from oh they have the lyrics from the song i don't know if they sent out like oh, a hell. a pre-press release thingy or whatever but they absolutely posted bars as if they've heard it or somebody's heard it or whatever so oh hell and what i read definitely was like okay this has to be directed at Nicki minaj although her name was not in it either way girl just put out an album i hope it's good i'm sure it will be you can rap y'all are great the whole thing with these women going back and forth with each other at this point is so late it's so boring right and that's do why i was hoping it wasn't true that's why i was hoping it was just like okay remy and Lil' Kim coming together on a record. Fantastic. Like, it does not have to have anything to do with Nicki Minaj. I truly hope it doesn't, but it's likely that it does. So, meanwhile, it is really just late, though. Cardi B and Offset are engaged. Oh, God, this video. I don't know if it was just the video I saw, but I didn't actually hear him ask. I just saw him get down on one knee. I mean, well, they were on stage, but I don't think like there was no moment where he said anything on the microphone to her. I think if he did, I couldn't hear it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he got down. He had a ring in his fucking hand. I think the whole the rest of it was kind of implied. And plus, they're both young and ghetto. So like he didn't need to say anything <laughs> to her. 
<laughs> he got down on the fucking on his knee. He gave her a ring oh, that's God. allegedly worth half a million dollars. Like he didn't have to say, and he could have rolled his eyes at her, and she probably still would have reacted the mm. same way. It must like, just be me. I'm gonna need to hear you say it. No, five bitches of today don't give a fuck about anything else. They give a fuck about that you're asking them to marry. You're not even really asking. You don't have to. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're giving her a ring. You're implying that I want to marry you. It's done. What's understood don't got to be explained. Pretty much. I see. But anyway, well, I don't think it's been a year that they've been dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and they allegedly broke up like less than a week prior to this, maybe a week prior to this. Oh, and then she came back and said something about, I love my nigga, but I lost my blanket and I thought that he stole it. So I was just mad and he knows that I'm like, I'm passionate and I'm from the Bronx and whatever, whatever. We back together. <laughs> and that was the end of that. And all I've seen since then is just a bunch of cheese and ass selfies with her in that ring. And I'm not mad. I mean, good for you. If I had, don't even get me started. That is a big ass rock. Like, I understand being proud. And he did it when you know your hair was done, outfit was cute, nails was done. Like, it was a perfect Instagram moment. Not the way I would have preferred to be proposed to or in that arena around that many people after such a short amount of time dating, but. Y'all gonna do whatever y'all want to anyway. Hood love is real love, I guess. So <laughs> have a great time. This wedding, I give it six to seven. Who months. are y'all selling the wedding rights to? VH1, because that's gonna be a mess. They're already fighting over it. Allegedly, BET and they said something about wanting to do it, and then Mona posted some reply on Instagram <laughs> talking about <laughs> no girls that will never happen. Hashtag another check for Mona Scott. I'm sure she, if she's gonna do it with anyone, right. she's gonna do of it course with the one. I mean, even if she tried to do it with somewhere else, Mona would probably come for her. <laughs> It'd be like, sis, who? Like, no, sweetie. Actually, Remember back when you had the teeth and everything, and you, you was just a regular, regular girl in the Bronx. <laughs> I don't even think that she would. Like, she already has a relationship with everybody over there. Like, either way, they could do the shit on own. They could do it on fucking TBN. I'm not watching it. I don't care about any. Anybody getting married, much less on TV. I hope that it's great. I'm sure it's going to be ghetto as fuck. I'm sure they're going to have diamond cover fr- fried chicken or whatever. Good for y'all. Have a great time. Um, Cardi is really having a hell of a year, though. Did you see her Rolling Stone cover? I did. Good for you, sis. You like, look great. It's just nonstop with the winds. I don't know there, if it's so. taking so long to put out that um, like female meat mill record that she previewed on instagram the other day it's literally like a girl version of dreams and nightmares i don't know what it's called okay but i missed that she is featured on a new migos record with Nicki minaj which was surprising to some people because they're still punching this whole story that the girls hate each other um so i think power 105 and joe budden um both well joe budden was on his show and said something about how he felt like there was no way that Nicki Minaj knew about Cardi being on the record because this, this, and that. And also, I think, kind of implied that I guess Cardi must have found out that they had Nicki on a record and was upset, and that's why they broke up. And to make it up to her, mm. Offset proposed. <laughs> you was gonna say offset was like my bad let's put you know you let's get you right too. to make it up to you <laughs> i don't know i was just like I, at the end of the day it's Good not even shade i'm not taking not only do i not give a fuck but i'm not going to take joe budden's word for it there you go 
Like, it just seems like... I roll my eyes as soon as I hear his name. That nigga, he hates happiness. He hates for anybody else to be successful if he feels like they're not talented enough. He's like, I don't know. I just feel like Joe Budden is in a lot of ways the ultimate hater. I mean, it sounds believable. You know, it, it doesn't sound like so far-fetched that it was. it's just like, nigga, you making this up because you're just angry and old or whatever. It sounds believable. I just don't care. Like, even if she didn't know that Cardi B was going to on be on the record and, and she found out afterwards. So, she didn't say nothing. Cardi ain't say nothing. Nan 3 Amigo said nothing. And the song's still out. Right. Who cares? Like, so, why are you bringing this? Why are you, Joe Budden, completely unrelated to the song and the story? bringing this up and talking about it in the first place. This is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, they do this shit with women in rap all the fucking time. And all of these children, like, take it and run with it and make the shit even fucking worse. Cardi said that her and Nicki could post a photo making out with each other and that still wouldn't be good enough for for people. Nicki said, I was on the song with Quavo first. No one else was on it. He called and asked if I think we should put Barty on it, which is... I guess everybody's that friends is now. so dumb. I said, okay, let's do it. The end. By dumb, I mean the whole Barty thing. Like, the whole, this, I'm going to change a C to a B. Like, if you're not really a blood. Yeah. Migos weren't even on it yet. Just Quavo. The conspiracy theories are just so tired. Relax, breathe. Imagine me not knowing who on the song with me. Anything with my name on it gets approved by me. It can't even go on a streaming service without me hearing it and giving written approval, which makes 1,000% sense. These are men in our culture who simply refuse to let it go. They don't do this to male MCs. But yo, Motorsport is number one added on Urban Radio. Of course it is. And then she retweeted the Cardi B interview where she said the making out thing. She said, very true. We can make out and it wouldn't be enough. Laughing emoji, I'm done. Well, I mean... I mean, so Nikki does a lot, a lot of the time and gives herself the most frequently. But she's not wrong in this whole situation. Like, y'all do do the most when it comes to her and Cardi and other female rappers. It's so tired. And anybody hearing that those two were going to be on the same song, it could have just, like... It, I think you would have assumed that that story, that narrative would be the one to pop up, like, immediately. So, none of that surprises me. Niggas is always going to be niggas, and I don't know. It's just, like, anytime women come together to do something, we have to be fighting each other. We have to be, like, secretly dissing each other. It can't never just be, yeah, bitch, she she on the song, and I'm on the song, and it's a great song, and everybody loves it, and it's all over the club, so. There are 18 little Uzi verse out right now rapping. All indistinguishable. And every single one of them are out here rapping. They got songs, they're streaming, they're topping charts and doing all this stuff. I don't hear none of them going back and forth with each other. They literally, I can't tell who is who, what song is what song. Like, the closest I can do is color code them because they all have different color dreads. So I know little Uzi verse <laughs> dreads were perfect. Purple, Yachty's were red. I think both of them changed their hair color now, so I'm extremely confused. Now there's a little light-skinned one who best friend with some other one. And they're, like, everywhere. They all look exactly the same. They sound exactly the fucking same. Nobody puts, pits them against each other or nothing. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B have been friendly with one another over the internet however many times. And even <laughs> moments before, I was like, I don't know if I believe it, but I don't care. And I'm not going to push the narrative or this story of they hate each other. Y'all bitches know that you don't like each other. And Cardi's verse was better than Nikki's. Nikki's verse was better than Cardi's. Like, both of them were better than all three of the niggas. Well, and it was their song. <laughs> like, why is nobody talking about that? 
Anyway. Because we have to be extra about the women. Men can be as garbage as they want to in rap or anything else because men are allowed to be mediocre. So. Rap is just boring to me altogether right now. Like the whole shit made me tired. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Migos, uh, the Quavo and Offset try to jump some. Oh, uh, yeah, that big old refrigerator looking nigga. Bodyguard at the W mm. in New York. And it was very funny to me because it was kind of like it reminded me of like a Sonic the Hedgehog where you would have to fight like Dr. Robot, Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> And you would just like kind of Dr. like Robotnik. you would hit him, and he would just kind of like he would kind of like just Ooh. shake a tiny bit, but it wouldn't really do anything. You had to like keep hitting him. That's what it looked like to me. Like they swung on him, and he like kind of like his head turned to the side just to taste, like, and oh, then he was breeze. kind of like, "Oh, are we supposed to be fighting?" Like he didn't like like it seemed like they would have had to jump on his head and like. Like Mario, yeah, like scratch his eyes out for him least, to be like, oh, am I supposed to be fighting back? Like, like I they were like nets. I was watching a boss battle. Woo, that man. That's how I like him, boy. Being the big old defensive lineman looking ass nigga. Like, he is just big and huge. And I'll, so is there like a story behind it? Why did they try to jump this man? I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure hell. there's information in some place somewhere, but it doesn't make a difference. Well, they tried to find him and he literally like there's a bunch of them actually. I'm actually rewatching it now. But the Migos niggas swung off of, what is with them fighting niggas all over the time? I mean, and for what purpose? Like I don't that's what I don't get. The fighting Everybody doesn't have money and drugs and liquor and women. Like, what What are we fighting about? I just wish that I could have some of this money sometime. Let me not say that. I'm grateful for what I've got. But if I had the riches that some of these bitches do, I swear yeah, I would I say that all example. the time. I really would. <laughs> I know, that, you know, more money, more problems and all this shit. But I'm, like, not going out of my way to cause trouble or be involved in trouble if I have as much money as a fraction of these celebrities do. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I be too busy self-medicating and watching television right. and staying at the fucking house when I'm not working much like I do now. It would just be a nicer house and more weed. Like, why do you, how do you even find yourself the time right. to get in trouble with people? For like, what? Like, you, you could start a fight and go to jail or pull out a gun and end up on some felony gun charges or whatever. Or you could go on vacation for two weeks to the south of France or sail around the world or Buy yourself whatever the fuck you want to. Diamond-encrusted toothbrushes if you feel like it. But no, you don't want to spend your money and be happy. You would rather kick up nigga shit and keep that going. That just... I don't understand niggas who have everything to lose acting like that. But I mean, you can absolutely still get smacked in your mouth, period. Well, like, yeah. For you, all time. If you do life. the most, like, there's and always maybe something. the more recognizable you are, the more people will try to try you. But... I'm sure that's also true. But the two of y'all went up against this bodyguard and <laughs> the story is how y'all lost. <laughs> this just don't sound. It's, he sounds unprovoked is what it sounds like to me. But I guess we ain't never really going to get that full story. Yeah, no. I mean, big niggas, especially bodyguards, bouncers and stuff, just love to try your Damn, life. Damn, he's huge. They love to try your life. I can say many niggas. And that wasn't it. I think it was New York. Yeah, they said the W. Many of so these motherfuckers out mm-hmm. here love to try your life and say dumb shit and push you around and feel like they could talk to you however kind of way they talk to you or however they want to talk to you because they're security. Like, and a don't lot get of, it twisted. But a lot of celebrities feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want That's to because true of too. who they are. That's so true, too. I would love to know what happened inside that hotel. I really would. Well, outside, because that's where the fight happened, uh. but... 
I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it seemed like it. It he seemed so taken back by it, the man that it seems kind of like somebody must have said something slick to somebody else. One or the other didn't like it, and that's how it started. It didn't seem like it had to have been like something Mm -hmm. happened or somebody was doing some foul shit because he honestly reacted to that first punch like, "Oh wait, did did you just hit me?" Like, yeah. Oh, there are more. That's what we're doing, right? Okay, like he seemed so unfazed by it, but well. Hmm. No, no. I guess we won't see. So, Chrisette Michelle wants for us to feel sorry for her. Um, she posted a series of Instagram essays on her page this week. By now, I'm sure there's more to add to that story, as I believe she's supposed to do The Breakfast Club this morning. So by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure she's already spoken about how hard her life is some more. Um... If you forgot because you don't care, uh, Chrisette Michelle decided to be one of the only niggas who agreed to perform at Donald Trump's inauguration earlier this year. And basically, most people with brown skin turned their backs backs to her um, after that, if they were ever facing forward to begin with. Um, She followed that up with passionate interviews and social media posts that were... The tone of them was mostly like, you niggas are ungrateful. I was trying to help you bitches out. And didn't you see my Basquiat skirt? Like, because... We were there to make a statement to show white America who we really are. And how strong and beautiful we are. And the the administration had you there to make a statement. And that statement was way louder than yours. We didn't hear yours at all. (laughs) You didn't even get to meet him. That must be the... The dumbest part in all this. <laughs> he does not know who you are. He didn't invite you. He like, really he didn't, didn't care. He said, get a Negro, and you were the one. I don't even understand how you... Anyway. So, she posted a bunch of photos on um, her Instagram that were basically words, black backgrounds, and white murder she wrote ass typewriter font. <laughs> the first one says, suicidal thoughts, and it's an essay about how funny. she, I guess, wanted to kill herself because... All she's trying to do is help black people, and she's a strong black woman. All of them end in hashtag strong black women, which is annoying for a reason I'll get to, but I'm sure you already know. She also posted, um, I had a miscarriage, and said that the stress from the whole thing um, caused her to lose a baby that she and her, uh, I don't know if she's married or a boyfriend or whatever, uh, were having together. She also apparently posted a photo of the miscarriage, which... (laughs) No, girl. For what? I don't have a comment about that because I don't want to say I do. You can share your hurtful words or your sad story, your pain and all that without including something that damn graphic. I do not need to see a photo of your miscarriage. Like, I understand why you might personally want to document that, but you keep that to your damn self. Like, that does not need to be uploaded for the world to see. No, ma'am. Anyway, people have accused her of it being fake and that she got the photos from a website or a forum called Baby Center. Don't know Bitch, if that's true Bitch, what? Or not. That's even worse. You posted somebody else's miscarriage? I would like to say that. I would like to assume. I'm going to hope and pray that that's not true. Um, wow. It's something would, wrong with her. That would have, I mean. Bitch, what? I really don't have words for that. You so know, I'm just going to say that's not true. I'm going to pray it is. It's common enough. To where people feel the pain of it or even just the thought, you know, of losing a pregnancy that you wanted to carry the term like people 
relate. They empathize. They feel bad for you. You don't need to go find somebody else's pictures off of Reddit and, and post them like they're your own. What the fuck is her deal? She posted one that says they dropped me and talked about how Capitol Records dropped her from their label um, after however many weeks of work, music she was putting in in the studio, pouring out her heart. The label decided to walk away from her. She's not playing victim, um, but she's just human. You're not playing. How? Right. You're not playing the victim because in what way are you a victim? I'm sure Capitol Records took a good look around and realized that a cool 85, 90 percent of your support was gone. You wasn't going to sell no records. You weren't going to sell tickets for a tour or anything else. It just seems like a smart business. Right. So they said, let's just go ahead and cut the cut off the bleeding before it gets worse. Um. Also, I want to point out that during in the, the miscarriage post, she said, this experience of a broken nation showed itself in my own physical body. Does she think that her was womb, when I knew I had to pull it together? Your womb is not the state of the American democracy. girl. <laughs> See, I don't want to laugh at somebody going through something that hurtful and that terrible. But bitch, what? I think it was just like an attempt to be poetic and basically saying like the grief or whatever. From like her the busty Um She really made it sound like everything going on in America is reflected in her reproductive system. <laughs> then she said yoga saved my life. Um, and talked about how she's oh encouraged God. to go to yoga. Um, she said, my man saw my anxiety and gifted me with a 200-hour yoga course in New York City. Um, I was the only black girl, the only curvy girl. Just how you like it. But we were one. I was still a lot. Oh, I was still a lot. I listened a lot. I studied a lot. I wondered if Christians understood these yogic concepts. I don't know if that's Come on, how yogic. you say that. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. No, I'm loving this. Could I be Christian and a yogi at the same time? <laughs> I live for the philosophy that I could live a life without being attached to outcomes. <gasps> I didn't have to own what people called me. I could experience life from an enlightened and loving place. And then it's just a bunch of like, you know, from the ashes, I rise above <laughs> whatever else. Strong black woman, namaste. You know, here's the thing. I mean, I feel terrible that you, if you had a miscarriage, I've had right, suicidal, yeah. suicidal thoughts many times before, still struggle with them sometimes. So I get this. I can empathize with it. Mm-hmm. But my sympathy, like, it only goes so far, girl. Donald Trump, you forget what's at the root of all this. Like, you want us to feel so bad for you and come running back to you like it's Chrisette from the first and second album, and you're not that girl no more. Like, you are the one who chose to go perform for Donald Trump. You probably still haven't gotten your check, however small it was. And now you're mad that because you made that choice, we've made the choice to no longer support you as an artist. But... That's our decision to make. You don't get to tell us that we're wrong for that. There are very, very, very many strong black women, since that's the term that you're using, um, who knew better that we can still look to mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. inspiration, that we can still look to, you know, for motivation, and we can support them, and they'll be at the front lines and all of that stuff. Like, I mean, you feel abandoned because you made a fool of yourself and in a way you like aided this 
bullshit idea that, you know, black people are going to support Donald Trump because, look, we got one of them. Because he's the president. Right. And you claiming, like, this is what I was trying to do or whatever because I had this skirt on is just foolish. Like, that was the part that I... If if she would have came away from that situation and been like, you know what? I genuinely went into this situation trying to make a difference and trying to get a, a conversation started. And I it just went over my head that I was being used as a pawn and it was not my intention and I really was just trying to... I regret the fuck out of it. Exactly. Like, that would have been different. Rather, you came and was just kind of like, what the fuck are all you ungrateful ass monkeys mad about like I was trying to help <laughs> you niggers like out and you really mad at me didn't you see my fucking skirt I'm way smarter than you like I got this much money you came back and was like mad at us for being mad at you right. so now people are not supporting you or buying your record and your label dropped you and all of that and you want for us to be sorry for you because your life is hard right now and you stressed out you should be you made a really poor decision and then got mad at us for it and then out here caping for Tina Campbell's dumbass too like we supposed oh, to clap right She's equally foolish because she did the exact same thing. First of all, she chose to tell us that she voted for Donald Trump, but she could have kept that shit a fucking secret. And then on top of that came and was like, well, I chose to vote for him because of my Christian values. Okay, so you hate gays and transgender people. I guess that's what you're trying to say. And you live for the fact that he publicly, you know, and all of that. So you live for that. That's what. So we not fuck with you anymore. And you're upset with us then go sing for white Trump supporters like right. maybe they'll go have sing you girl for your people then like what are you so you expected all of us to convert to this oh well Trump's the president so we'll just support him anyway coon ass mindset that you bitches have absolutely not no ma'am Tina Campbell actually looks dumber than Chrisette Michelle way dumber you could have flown under the radar with this we never would have known we never, ever would have known that you did this had you not decided to pipe up an open letter that literally no one requested. So the two of you going back and forth, well, not even back and forth, just Chrisette sending this long-ass tweet or Instagram, whatever, talking about, oh, you know, everybody's hating on us and it, things are just so mean and they don't understand, you know, strong black women like us, girl— We have no obligation to support you bitches. Y'all are the ones who work in entertainment. Your checks are supported by fans. If you do something to alienate your fans, then that's the end of your money. Like, yeah, you're going to see shit dry up. You're going to see shit happen. Like, low concert sales, Tina having to cancel her spring leg of the tour that she's on, I guess. Because they haven't sold enough tickets to support going on tour. And now Chrisette getting dropped from her label. This is what happens. You want a white approval so bad, go get it. Go sing for them. Where they at? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they don't care about you. Right. Oh, they don't oh they don't give a fuck about your black ass. They didn't know who the fuck you were to begin with. Right. They, they literally like, needed a nigga. <laughs> and they went all the way down the line and everyone said no till they got to you. And as a woman, Chrisette Michelle, I mean Tina Campbell, I I could believe that Tina Campbell is dumb. But as a like Chrisette Michelle seems like smart enough to know that she was being used right. in that way and chose to do it anyway. I really feel like the money and the opportunity completely superseded the 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 mm-hmm. I'm here showing up for blackness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. No. That's not I don't even think that was really her point. I think it was I think her motivation, her drive behind it was I get to perform at an inauguration, you know. This is the president of the United States of America. This is historic, monumental event, you know, this is a huge deal, which in pretty much any other circumstance would be true. But girl, Donald Trump, this orange nigga that we had to watch for in a year and a half just 
drag Mexicans and black people and gay people and everybody else through the fucking dirt. That's who you decided to go perform for. Niggas have the right to be mad. My favorite part was when she got done with all of it and then did an interview with BET and was like, I don't understand why y'all so mad at me, but y'all wasn't mad at President Obama. He was there too. <laughs> I didn't even know she said that. Oh God, that was my favorite. I didn't even know she said that. I okay, well, I'll on... take it back. Maybe she's not that smart. <laughs> no, she can't be because I read that on BET's be. website and I was like, so, you know, other than Donald Trump, probably the person who has to be there more than anybody else is President Obama. <laughs> and Barack Obama probably had no problem going to that fucking shit because he knew that that meant he gets to leave. Like, right, because when I leave here, I'm gone. I said in Furious Thoughts Live, like, that nigga was cheesing so fucking hard during that inauguration with his wife. She looked aggravated because as a black woman, she's lo- looking at the bigger picture and stuff. <laughs> Barack Obama is like, so we get to just go to the Bahamas and jet ski and I never have to come back to this fucking pasty ass slave built house ever the fuck again. Cool. So what times what time does it get started? Right. But like, girl, he's the outgoing president. Of course, he's there. Duh, he's there. Like, no, we're not mad at President Obama for being at the inauguration of the next president. You simple bitch. (laughs) Of course we not. (laughs) You were the optional asshole. God, no. mm -mm. But you're like this. (sighs) I read some, I don't want to say article because articles are written by journalists, but there's some uh, essay opinion piece on, I want to say XO Nicole that someone wrote and it was about how we need to let Tina Campbell and uh, Chrisette Michelle back into the the family barbecue or the cookout or whatever. Like we are not a family. First of all, I do not know these niggas. (laughs) It's sad to say, like I don't feel no kinship with just regular anonymous ass people, but Chrisette Michelle and Tina Campbell, people who turn their backs on the community that made them. Why is it always our responsibility to then turn around and be like, oh, no, OK, no, you you helped the person who has taken it upon himself to shit on the rest of us, especially those of us who aren't just, you know, black and straight cis people like those of us who live multiple identities and have all this different shit going on. And Donald Trump hates like eight different facets of who we are. You expect us to just turn around and be like, oh, OK, girl, well, you voted for him, Tina, you stupid bitch. So let me embrace you with the hands of Jesus. Like, no, that's why there's only one savior and I'm not it. I don't have to love you with the love of Christ. Especially again, when you come back and you're shitting on us, like, and you what? still, right. That Chrisette's dumbass still is like, it's something wrong with us for not seeing her greatness and the impact she and her skirt had. Like if you had a record label, if you ran a record label or whatever, and you're funding some this other artist and that artist like fucks up so bad that they're not really going to make you any money, at least not what you're giving them. Right. You would probably be like, okay, girl. So, so. sad to say, well, mm-hmm. not that sad, but I do have <laughs> to say, girl, pack your things. This is over. Yep. Like, I, I don't understand why everybody reacting to what, you did is their fault and Mm -hmm. you being stressed. It's like you learn when you're a child, you lay in the bed that you make. You know what I'm saying? So I don't... Sometimes you just have to suffer through your consequences. Like, so we're just awful people and we just don't care about you and we should do X, Y, and Z because what? We respected our 
ourselves and our blackness enough to disagree with the dumb shit that you did. I don't get it. But yeah, no. I mean, I don't want your life to suck. I don't want you to kill yourself or have miscarriages and stuff like that. But I'm also not about to embrace you or hug you or pat you on, pat you on the back or say, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy your new single or whatever because your life sucks. Your life sucks because you did something really stupid and showed mm-hmm. no remorse and instead decided to attack us when we're being attacked enough. So, right. I don't want you to be homeless on the street. I hope I hope you can find a job. Like I hope you have a perfectly nice life. I hope you learn from this and make better decisions from here on out. But being an entertainer, being in entertainment is a privilege. You, it's not like, you know, especially, and if you already struggling as far as your career and the quality of your music is going, because no shade, both of y'all have been on the downward side of things here big, over the past. Both bigger reality stars than musicians Well, at this point. see, and I don't even know what reality show Chrisette was on, but... She was on R&B Oh, Divas. right, R&B Divas. See, you weren't even memorable on that. So when the music's going downhill, you turn into reality TV and, and blogs and selling tooth whiteners on Instagram to make your money, you have to be even more careful about public perception and the way your fans feel. So I guess you know that now. Last but not least is this uh, Kevin Spacey story. Oh my God, so fucking sick. So, uh, House of Cards is just about done. It's been canceled from uh, Netflix. I don't think the sixth season is out. I think that they're wrapping this yeah, I think they're in production. season up, and then it will be the last one. Um, which, no shade, like the typical television series lasts around six, seven seasons. Like, that's kind of like the average length of a well-performing show, I guess. Um, Unless you're Shonda Rhimes. The point is that uh, an actor named Anthony Rapp, uh, in the heat of white people pulling all the wool, all the... What was I supposed to say? Wolves. Pulling all of the masks off of these Hollywood predators... Right, fuck it, mask off. Um, Anthony decided to tell a story of a time in 1986 when Kevin Spacey, who was 26 at the time, um, sexually assaulted him when he was 14. They were working together, working together on a Broadway show. He says that Kevin invited him to a party at his apartment uh, where he was drunk, picked Anthony up, and got on laid on top of him in a bed oh, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he said he knew it was wrong at the time. Um, but here he is, what is it, 38 years? I'm really grossed out by that. Later, not saying anything until now because of the reasons that we've discussed. Right. Um, but he did specifically point out the fact that the, every, all these other girls are speaking up about their experiences. And he felt like, okay, well... Let me let y'all know how yeah. your other fake your faves is right. doing. Um, Kevin, I didn't really read his response, Ugh. but I know that he <sighs> said that he didn't remember it. Right. Um, that he respected him liquor. or whatever. And that he was now choosing to live his life as a gay man. Yeah. Well, he said that he's been involved with men and women over the course of his life, and now he's living as a gay man. So, Which, under any other circumstances, is, like, cool. Right. I mean, it's it's not that. Who cares? And I've been hearing rumors about him being bisexual or, you know, every sexual 
for years and years. So none of that was a surprise. Um, I don't know, man. This is this. I don't know. This is wild. I can say that he always kind of made me. I don't know. I always kind of looked at Kevin Spacey with a bit of like wonder. I always thought he was kind of like mysterious. There was always something about him. Yeah, there, to me. that's true. There's always been, but I thought it was just incredible talent. I thought he's just a really good actor and he creeps me out. He skeeves me out because he's so good at these roles. But ever since American Beauty, yep, I always thought American that was Beauty which was the one. Obviously, I'll never be able to watch again. God, uh, it was disturbing when I saw it then. Exactly. That's <laughs> the first movie that I ever saw that Kevin Spacey stood out to me as an actor. Like, I think that's the first movie I ever watched of his where I was like, oh, this is this guy. I'm sure I had seen other movies with him in it before, but that was like the first standout role I remember watching. And also because, what's her name? The girl from Hocus Pocus. I can't remember it anymore. But she was in it too. The blonde one or the... Yeah, like the other lead. Uh, The one that was his daughter or the one that was his daughter's friend? No, the one that was his daughter. Uh... Because his daughter's friend was, um, what's her name? I don't, I don't remember names. All these girls were really popular back then. Yes. <laughs> and I knew them then, and now I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Mina Savari. Thora Birch. Thora Birch is the girl That's who Hol- she is. Hocus Pocus. Right. Um, Mina Savari. Oh, what happened at? to her? Right. She was in everything. She was. You know what she probably did? Took her money and went and sat the fuck down somewhere. <laughs> decided to chill out. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, that movie was disturbing as fuck. It was. Ever since then, I was always kind of like, there is something about this guy. Uh, what? Ew. What? Ew. Like, <laughs> you're 26 years old. This child is 14 years old. And you're talking about you don't remember because blah, 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 blah. What? Were you so fucked up that he looked like he was your age or like he was like You a, knew that was a child. Y'all were working together. Like you a, knew. You either were so fucking plastered or, and or you do this all of the time. I can't like it could be both. It could very well be both. It probably is. Because for you just be like, oh yeah, no, I this other guy who's an actor, like a big person, and he's had a career for a while and we've worked together, and so I know exactly who he is. Mm, I don't remember. No, Kevin. And now there are all these stories, all these different men. It's like they were literally just waiting on one person to be brave enough to say something. And now all these other stories are coming out about Kevin Spacey was inappropriate sexually assaulted me this 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 i think most of the ones i've seen if not all were people who were over age and he was just being a predator which is still awful but like you picking up a 14 year old and putting him in the bed and just i'm grossed out by the thought so the fact that this was like a boy, literally a 14-year-old, and you were 26, which is beyond old enough to know better. Like, like way, 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 way. into adulthood. Way in there. 26 years old should not be attracted to 14-year-old people. It just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It just is really disgusting and disturbing, but... I've seen some of you 17-year-old niggas out here eating that church's chicken, and you out here looking like you're paying real adult <laughs> deals. And I'm like, oh, he's cute. Girl, he's 17. And then I feel like I have to go and, like... Like, bathe myself. Lay yeah. in a full bathtub, like, submerged underwater, and see how 
long I can hold my breath. I mean, like, or all you have to do is talk to them. 17-year-olds sound like 17-year-olds. That's they true. Do. <laughs> they don't always look it. But you can just say maybe three or four words and you're like, mm, mm, let me see oh, your ID. No, wait a minute, right. So, <laughs> Which century were you born in? Because I get the feeling you were born right around like Yeah, then what music do you listen to? Selena Gomez. Okay, no. Uh, Selena, oh, you know what? I forgot she is popping. Ayo and Tio. Oh, no. No, no, I don't have time and for I that. I don't even know who they are. Um, So, this is... And I was hoping that House of Cards would end soon, actually, so that I could catch up. Because the last season I watched was season two. And <laughs> yeah, you got a, you got a ways to go. watched since then, but I guess I just won't now. Well, they had planned to cancel it anyway. This was supposed to be the last season. They didn't cancel it because of this Kevin Spacey shit. I think it just... That's the what timing. they're saying. Well, no, I think I read about it before it even, maybe I didn't, but I thought I read, you know, before all this happened that next season of House of Cards was going to be the last. Regardless, the whole thing with Anthony Rapp is just so gross. And the fact that Kevin decided to stick on this little coming out story at the back half of it to like take attention off the fact that he was sexually inappropriate with somebody's child is even worse to me because it's kind of like oh well yeah I I mean I may have done it I don't remember because I'd be drinking a lot and it was 30 years ago but if I did do it my bad for hurting your feelings which is a shit apology how do you even that is the worst (laughs) it is the worst non-apology non-admission of guilt but a publicist or somebody that you could have called first to be like how should I word this well I think he did and I think they I think somebody else wrote this I think his people wrote it and said you know apologize for if you did it say you don't remember even though you definitely do and apologize that you know he feels bad and he's well, carried this guilt fire them. and then hide behind the lgbt umbrella and be like oh well so- i'll just go ahead and identify like gay people don't already have to deal with this horrible like assumption that we're attracted to children and we just like want to be yeah. with kids and all that. Like that's Pervert already the minds of children, right. and turn them out and all that other. The idea shit, that so. gay men are just a bunch of perverts out here trying to convert your kids. is like super prevalent across Trump's America. So saying that you're now living as a gay man was so irrelevant to the fucking point. Like, you didn't have to do that. You could have just lived as a fucking gay man. It would have made no fucking difference. So you played a bi man on TV. <laughs> so what was the point of even mentioning? Right. It just, that, to I, to to turn the story because a bunch of white media outlets then turned around the next day and reported as Kevin Spacey comes out in heartfelt post on Twitter and all this instead of Kevin Spacey gives a really shitty and weird apology for, for being um, a creepy monster. Yeah, like you humping somebody's fourteen year old, my nigga. That's gross. Like, that is a child. A child. And see, that's what makes me mad. Like, niggas like you actually do seek out little boys to fuck them up. Like, you seek out the kids who not going to say nothing or kids who are questioning their sexuality and maybe feel excluded from everybody else or feel like they don't have friends or somebody to trust in. Or kids who are looking for an older gay person to maybe mentor them in their career or help them somebody they can talk to you know like tell me that it gets better with this gay shit because things are rough like you you take a kid like that and then you just fuck them up and then you just make it sexual and adult and inappropriate and disgusting and i wish i could i wish i could say i was surprised but i guess somewhere in the back of my mind i always thought kevin spacey had it in him 
Yeah, there's a couple. I guess of... I did because American Beauty really did creep me out. Man. It did. It like, did. I remember watching the movie as a kid and being like, "This is really good," but it's also like terrifying. Like, I wasn't sure if it was horror or not. Like, I remember being. <laughs> yeah, very I still. I was. Am, am I supposed to be scared of this? Like this. This old man. He's creepy, right? Like. <laughs> I, it was just That's really, really how dark. I felt, yeah. And it was one of those movies that I watched, like, like I'm, I remember this being nigga. like, I'm so grown. I'm out here watching R-rated movies that my parents don't know and all this shit. And I rem- that was when I regretted. Like, I finished it and it was like, mm. Yeah. Could have left that one out. Last but not least, part two. He got an Oscar for that, too. Yeah. He won Best Actor that year. Didn't have to try hard. Ugh. Um... On a warmer note, Disney has confirmed uh, the full cast of The Lion King, including Beyonce as the voice of Nala. Uh, I knew she was going to do this. A, it's The Lion King. B, she got three kids. Duh. Like, (laughs) duh. It's just perfect. It just makes sense. Thinking about Beyonce's voice as Nala, it just just is like... I can see it. That flows, right. Donald Glover is Simba. James Earl Jones is Mufasa, of course. So let's just all get in the booth. Interestingly enough, Billy Eichner is playing Timon. Billy Eichner is one half of the Difficult People show. Mm. In that very first episode, they made that joke about Blue Ivy being pissed on. Oh, right. So I hope that Blue Ivy steps on his toes at the premiere. (laughs) Right. I hope Blue Ivy shows up. Now, which one of these bitches is Billy? So you want to say that shit to my face? (laughs) Didn't think so. Get your ass out of my way. Oh, we. So... Can't wait to see it. I'm going to be purchasing all of the tickets. Summer 2019. Hopefully I'm still here. I didn't know Alfred Woodard was in it. Oh, yeah, bitch. Oh, I got to. I have to see this. It's a really good cast. Like a lot of these it voices. Is. John can, Oliver is Zazu. Zazu. I can hear I it. I like that. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. I can hear yeah. I don't know who some of these other ones are. I'm assuming that they're like Eric Andre. I know Florence. Eric Andre. I think that they're, I guess they're playing the, um, the Azizi hyenas, and Shinzi? but that's not yeah. they, that wasn't their names in the Disney one in the uh, cartoon. I remember it was like Shenzi. There was another NZ one and Ed. Oh, Ed! <laughs> Ed was the one who didn't really talk though, right? Yeah, Ed was the dumb one. <laughs> but it was like Shenzi and I can't remember the other one. Right? It's not Azizi. No. Huh. Well, that's not. Oh, was it name. Kamari? Because that's who Keegan Michael Key is. No. Like, the know. only one here that I recognize is Gen Z. I feel like they are. I feel like Eric Andre Florence and Keegan-Michael Key are uh, hyenas and those are their names. But maybe not. I could be wrong about that. I haven't seen Lion King in probably 20 years. But this oh, is going to be good. I time. It's so fucking this good. This is going to be really good. I don't know how I'm going to deal with um, Donald Glover Mufasa dying cute. again. Oh, mm. Shenzi you know Banzai. Banzai. Oh, yeah, and like the tree. Yes. I don't know why I said him. You're right. <laughs> Shenzi. Maybe they Whatever. decided to use African names this time. I don't think Banzai. Well, maybe it is. Let me shut up. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything wrong. Yeah. But definitely. You know, <laughs> Thanks, like, Disney. Ed. For this but Ed was moment. so cute because like his name was Ed. like he was dumb. Right. So like Ed was the him having like the regular name <laughs> that's just two letters long just fit because he was really no, stupid. Like, the idiot give him the American name. <laughs> um, Real shade. So there we can end hot tops with a, a light note. The cast looks beautiful. They look very brown. Most of them. Yep. Really excited I'm for this. I'm looking at one, two, three white people. <laughs> So yep, that's all I saw. I'll so, take it. I'm absolutely here for it. Um, can't wait. So let's take a break and we'll come right back.
Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we're back. It's now time for our listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Our first email comes from Antoine. He says, a month ago, I moved into a new room. My landlord came by to check on some repairs. And while doing so, he abruptly asked why I wanted to change my name on the lease. Since he's responsible for keeping my place in working order, I decided to forego my usual response of it's none of your business and briefly explained that I'm changing my name because I'm a trans man. He responded that he suspected something like this when we met and started asking ignorant cis questions. (laughs) But seeing the attitude on my face, he quickly backtracked. And before I fully understood what was going on, he came out to me as a gay man who'd never had any attraction to women. He said that he's never told anyone else and only told me because he saw how comfortable I was with expressing my identity. He asked lots of questions about how to come out and where to meet other gay people. And he seemed genuinely lost. So I answered as best as I could, although I highlighted the differences in our situations. Absolutely. Though we're both non-straight men, I'm a 20-year-old trans guy and he's a cis man in his 40s with a wife and kid. Jesus. All fine. 
But the problem is that since then, he seems to think that we are friends. I'm a private person, and I know the two of you can relate. So imagine how I feel now that this man is texting me a couple times a week saying how much he likes seeing me and my boyfriend together and how he enjoys talking to me. And at one point, even asking me where the best place was to get pizza. I've avoided these questions and kept our messages tied to professional matters, but he's not getting the hint and it's starting to piss me off. I can't help but feel sorry for his difficult situation. But how do I cordially get across that we are not friends and that I find his remarks, especially about me and my boyfriend, inappropriate and uncomfortable? I really like this place otherwise, and this is the only problem I have. Also, his office is right around the corner, and he comes by to showrooms and do repairs often, so it's impossible for me to avoid bumping into him. Thanks so much for your advice. My boyfriend and I love this show, and sending much love to you from London, Antoine. Woo, I have had, well, I don't think you had to deal with this back in the room renting days, but I definitely had um, a roommate slash um, super type person or landlady who I was living with. Basically, I just rented a room in her apartment and she definitely crossed the line many, many times with me into thinking that we were friends and like telling me all about her personal business and her life and struggling with her baby dad. Oh God, the conversations about her baby daddy, my God. So I've been there before and honestly for me, just to keep the peace with her because I knew she was lonely and wanted somebody to talk to, like no shade, she just was. I would just do it. I would sit and talk to her for you know five or six minutes and then I would set my phone like I would set a timer on my phone to go off so that it would sound like maybe the phone was ringing I'll be like oh let me get this my mom was supposed to call or something like that so like I had a built-in escape route but I would give her a few minutes to sit and talk about her shit just because I felt bad for her so I don't, it don't know sound like you feel bad for this nigga though so I don't know if he can do that um, well I know you feel sorry for him like he says you know I feel sorry for him because he's in a difficult situation but like at the same time my nigga we're not friends first of all the reason that he even came up to you in the first place and being like I assumed something like that from the beginning was already much to me and like crossing the line and then he's only doing this to you because he knows that I guess you could say y'all are in the community together and so because he doesn't have anybody else to talk to I mean, I understand, like, he probably has a lot he wants to say that he can't say to nobody, and so you're the outlet for him to express that. I don't know if you have any friends that he could be friends with, (laughs) you know? Maybe you got some people you can introduce him to, or be like, oh, hey, did you hear about this um, party that happens X, Y, and Z? Like, it's lots of people if you want to go there. Like, I don't know, maybe you need to, like, usher him in the direction of other people that he can speak to like this. That way you can be cold to him without feeling as bad because he'll find somebody else to talk to. Like, I rarely have this problem with issues, I mean, with with strangers because it don't take very long for you to speak to me and realize that I don't want to hear it. I don't even have to say anything. Sometimes I genuinely try because I don't even want to make you feel bad, but it's impossible for me to hide the fact that I don't care and I don't want to talk to you. So people are usually just uncomfortable even speaking to me about Mm. whatever is going on in their life which is great um so (laughs) you avoid this altogether by just not nobody having particularly friendly demeanor at all and it works great wonders in fact um 
Yeah, I think it was different with me and my landlady just because we're both women and socialized into. And I mean, you lived together, that, right? I mean, we did share the same apartment, and it was impossible not to hear her yelling and screaming and cussing out her baby daddy on the phone every night because that's exactly what she was doing, you know. So it was just like she needed somebody to vent to, and I'm in her house, so you know she would come vent to me. But at the same time, she knew to give me my space and my privacy most of the time because I'm not. You know, you didn't ask for a friend to move in. I pay rent here. So this little corner of a box of a room that you gave me access to, I just want to sit in here and mind my business in here. I don't want to be bothered with all the extras. So let's just keep me out of it. I wouldn't even be uncomfortable, honestly, saying to him, like, look, I don't really want to do this with you. And I feel kind of uncomfortable and a tad offended that you keep talking about my relationship and stuff like that. Like what you need is to make some new friends within the community that you can, you know, yeah. if you know, if I would spots, just say that if you know where some spots where old gays kick it, I would probably direct him there or if he's in his forties, he can go anywhere. There's 21 and up. It'll be other 40 year old gays in there. Trust. That's true. Also, so maybe he just doesn't know where the gay spots are, but he has even bigger problems with the whole wife thing. Like, right. That's you what need I'm saying. To, I mean, definitely embrace your sexuality and all that, but you need to handle the fact that you're married to a woman right now who doesn't know that you're not attracted to her. Yeah. That's I can't a help huge you. problem, right? My boyfriend can't help you with that at all. Right. Neither one of us are married. So, his problems are way outside your level of experience and, and really not your problem. So, there's little things you can do to kind of redirect him or, you know, help send him on his way. But ultimately, he's got to handle his shit, it's starting with the wife and, you know, going from there. So good luck to you, because I know that can be uncomfortable confronting a landlord. You don't want to be like, I don't know. I think my thing was I would be afraid that you would kick me out or be like, I wish you would like hurt let's... that I won't that I don't want to be your friend. So you now you're going to put me out the spot like that would be my concern. I would love it. I'm sure a judge would too. <laughs> well, please try it. Good luck. Let us. Oh yeah, you do have a That's lease. The Never mind. Worst. Like, so you want? I forgot to, you had a lease. That's totally different. Like, do you want to discuss in front of a court the fact that you kicked me out because you gay? Because you didn't want to tell nobody but me. Let's tell your wife why you kicking me out. Let's do that. Let's do that as a group. Like, I dare you. That sounds like a, an extraordinarily bad idea. All right. Good luck. Let us know what happens. Our next question comes from, let's call her Samira. She says, the subject line is, should I mind my business? Probably. So just keep that in mind. Samira says, I'm one of three black news reporters in a majority white newsroom. Recently, we hired a young black reporter, and I was immediately excited to have another person of color on staff. She's fresh out of college, so she's really green, but she expressed this great zeal to learn and get better. Lately, whenever we have our pitch meetings as a staff, I've noticed that she's really unprepared and often looks like she's making it up on the spot. Part of me thinks she may be nervous, but she's been at this paper for six months, and at some point, she should start to know how this goes. As black women in white spaces, we don't have the privilege to be mediocre. Hmm. Part of me wants to pull her aside and encourage her to be more prepared and more professional in the workplace. But another part of me says I should mind my business and allow her the professional courtesy to figure things out on her own. What do you guys think I should do? Should I mind my business? Thanks. And I love the show. Mm. 
This made me think of that storyline on Insecure with Molly and, uh, and that other black girl. Yeah, and she said something to her, and she was like, "Excuse me, the partners know that I'm ghetto, and they hired me anyway. Mind your business." Right. And then the next thing you know, they sat her down in the office, and we never saw her ass again. Ever. So, I forgot about her until just now. Right. That's honestly what I thought of as soon as I saw this. So, hmm, I don't know. You want to take that first, or? I mean, I feel like minding my business works for me about. 9.5 times out of 10. So that's probably what I would do, especially if my job is involved. Um, also because I, I genuinely don't care about other people that I don't know. So, yeah, that's if it's mine. only If it's only three black news reporters in a majority white newsroom and we just hired another black girl, I'm definitely going to be like more protective of her or try to look out for her because I know these white people are just waiting on us to fuck up so they have an excuse to not hire no more of us. So if it's been six months and you've noticed something like this, the white people around you have probably also noticed it. And knowing that, I think solely because we always do have to be better just to get treated the same or to even be in the door in the first place. I probably would want to take her aside and be like, look, girl, you know, you're doing great here learning a lot. So happy for you. And like, I'm, I'm glad to see your enthusiasm and all this. But, you know, if you just take 30 minutes before these meetings and get your notes together, have a couple ideas, you know, sketched out or whatever, it could make a huge difference. Something like that, just because I don't want we just now got, you know, four black reporters and I don't want us to drop back down to three. You know, like I'm just looking out for you and pray that she takes it in the right way. Like for me, I've definitely been in the workplace before where an older black woman was like, hey, girl, love you so much. But this is how to act around these white people if you want to be successful at this company. And I've always appreciated that advice because older black women typically not trying to steer you wrong. So I think I would take that tack and just hope that she didn't get upset with me for it. But who knows? Good luck with that. I mean, if yeah. y'all haven't really have, you don't really even have a, like a chit chatty relationship, then I guess that would make it difficult. If you do, if you can make small talk at the cooler, then definitely go for it. If not, I mean, either way, you're trying to help and you're doing it for good reasons and stuff like that. The chance if she decides like who does this bitch think that she is to tell me that I need to do X or I worry about your own job then like you tried you like know? girl I'm the one who's been here I was here when you got here like why wouldn't you want some advice I'm trying to help you out you see it ain't before of us and that's probably not the the fourth black person you would want on the floor or however <laughs> whatever on the newsroom floor that's not the person you'd want anyway you probably want someone who's going to Take the job seriously. But if she's fresh out of college and green, then of course she's fucking up a little. Like, giving some advice, she could probably use it and should appreciate it. Right. Maybe come at her from, like, a, I'm just trying to mentor you at the... Well... I wouldn't say mentor. Okay, never mind. Because mentor sounds like, let's develop a relationship. Right. It sounds condescending. Right. Okay. I'm just trying to help you out because I was once fresh out of college and brand new to a white newsroom myself, you know, and just hope she can see it in that same sort of way. We have another question from somebody who's asking what they should do. She's calling herself Lion Baby Mama. And she says, 
I love you guys. I'm a 28-year-old single mom, and my son is three. My problem is that I lied about who his dad is to my family. I can't help you. I conceived him during a one-night stand because I only knew his dad for two weeks after a month or two in a new city. I'm not judging you. When I told the baby daddy I was pregnant, he didn't want anything to do with me, which was fine because I moved for a job, and it pays well. But because of how he reacted, I told my family that my baby daddy was a friend from college who didn't want to be involved. Recently, my parents moved to my city and started playing a bigger part in our lives. Should I tell them the truth about who my son's father is or just let it go and keep my business my own? My parents are extremely religious, so I am not sure what to do. Please help. Thanks, Lion Baby Mama. Your parents don't seem like they're so religious that they would... I mean, did they have a problem with you having a baby with a nigga you're not married to? That was the first thing I want to be. That was the first thing I thought of. It doesn't seem like a huge difference. I mean, I mean, so the thing is, if they, I understand having super religious parents not wanting to disappoint them or wanting them to feel like you know you are just you don't want to be judged, right? You, you don't want to be judged for the, all your decisions, but you've already had a baby out of wedlock. So how much more upset can they really get? Like, it sounds to me like your parents are going to quietly judge you over you know, <laughs> pillow talk and stuff, but they're also super excited to be grandparents. Right. I mean, they just moved to your city. They've been playing a bigger part in y'all's lives, which means that even if they disagree with how they grandchild got here, they are still big fans of the grandchild, you know, your son. So... And this also is a lie that will have to be followed up by bigger, worse lies. Right. You're going to have to keep lying. Because eventually your son is going to be like, who's daddy? (laughs) Where is he at? Who is that nigga? Right. And who knows? So you're going to lie to him too? Right. So it's like, how long are you going to keep this lie going? And all because you are, you have, you carry some shame around who your baby daddy is because you didn't really know him that well. And it was a casual sex thing. And I guess... Something happened on the birth control end, and so here you are where you are. But your son is here now, and he's he's three now, girl. Like, he's going to have his whole life. He has so many days coming up ahead of him, and you're going to have to lie over. And you really don't want to get caught up in a 20, 30-year lie, all because, you know, back in 2014, you were scared to tell your parents the truth. So it just seems unnecessary. As hard as it may be, I would just kind of blurt out in private, obviously, that, you know, when you first got pregnant, you were already feeling ashamed about having a baby out of wedlock. I'm assuming based off what you said about your parents. So you didn't want to make it even worse by being like, uh, and also my baby's daddy is a stranger because I just be out here fucking like <laughs> That what what can they what can they do? Whoop you? Like you don't even that's what I'm saying. They're not gonna punch you in the face or like disown your <laughs> your fucking child. I highly doubt it. Like I truly if hope they not. were that religious, they probably would have already taken issue with the fact that you had a baby with some nigga you went to college with and he's like, nah, and y'all ain't married. Mm-hmm. So you telling them, look, the my child's father is a guy who I didn't really know that well and Slipped up, made a mistake, but I'm taking care of my baby. I love my baby. I hope that you won't treat me any differently as your child or treat the baby any differently as your grandchild. We here, we're lit. He's healthy. What do you want to do? It is what it is. Right. Like, you're just carrying shame on on your end because of which is the real. Actions, which is real, and I get it. I can understand that and everything like that. But it's just it doesn't seem like you need to continue to lie about this to like your parents. Maybe if it was like. <laughs> 
Maybe you're like second cousin that judges everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You only see her like twice out of the year. Then yeah, a lot of that bitch because who cares? But <laughs> like your kids' grandparents, right? Who are gonna be around this baby for many, many years, God willing? Like why? Right. It just doesn't seem necessary. Yeah. So uh, good luck with that. I know it can be hard to confront parents, but again, and parents can can surprise you. They can because even if they are super religious and even if they did have a problem. With you having a baby out of wedlock, people tend to, hearts tend to soften when shit happens with like your kids or your siblings or your parents. Like people thought they would be super homophobic all their lives and then their kids come out and it's like you realize that you were being a dumbass and you needed to do better or maybe not, you know, but like people, people change, give your parents the chance to right. not be dickheads about it. Absolutely. So send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is mental health awareness month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8 zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show all right so we're back it is time for the read it um, is so for me this week really quickly i want to send a special fuck you and haha to a girl named brianna ray brochu or broku i don't know how well i was gonna her mention name. her dumbass too uh she's the 18 year old white dumbass uh formerly a student of university of hartford who decided that she was going to basically terrorize uh, a young black student who was rooming with her, I guess, in the dorm. They had spent like a month and a half together sharing the place. Ooh. This girl, Jazzy, I believe is her name. Um, yeah, that's I think that's her nickname. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's short for Jasmine or something, but that's what I saw on her Facebook. She posted like a Facebook Live video or whatever, detailing the story over and over for people. Um, basically, she said that during the time that they roomed together, this little white girl was very uh, cold and... Lord. You know, distant, didn't really ever speak to her. She even had friends over that would speak to uh, this girl. And... She never said anything to this black kid. So, um, Jasmine, I'm just going to call it Jasmine because I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, she says that she 
would even feed the girl. Like she shared her her microwave with her. She shared a refrigerator with her and even fed her or gave her like food on the weekends because she would have to go out of town, I guess, to see her family or something like that. She felt so uncomfortable by this girl's cold behavior in the apartment that she decided to go and find a new roommate. And I guess the day that she was moving her things out of the dorm, um, the girl asked her if she was moving. She responded yes. And the Brianna child immediately got on Instagram and posted uh, uh, comments and photos saying, where is it? After, well, never mind. Finally did it. Your girl got rid of her roommate. I was done at your girl. Yep. Like, first of all, I just was like, let's. Who do you think you are? Let's pull over for a second. That's right. Most of y'all who even say, your girl, or this is your boy, this is your girl, I don't even know you. Like, you're not my girl. I don't, you're not my girl. You're not my boy. We're strangers to one another. That is odd (laughs) in itself. But this Lily White child saying it on Instagram, spelled Y O. You're at school. What is, is the excuse? I mean, this is just, it's that's black. And who are you? Finally did it. Your girl got rid of her roommate after one and a half months of spitting in her coconut oil. Ooh. Major offense. Like, we could have just stopped there. Yep, that's bad enough. You spit in it, and it's coconut oil. And it's mine. Bitch. Like, you should be dead. Putting moldy clam dip in her lotions putting her toothbrush places where the sun doesn't shine, and so much more, I can finally say goodbye to Jamaican Barbie. Um, She also said that she rubbed, like, used tampons Mm -hmm. on this girl's Steve Madden bag, posted pictures of the girl's lotions, posted pictures of her, I guess, throughout the time that they were spending together in the dorm room without the girl's knowledge, posted pictures of the bag with the blood on it. Um, That is so fucking nasty. And never said anything to her, obviously. Um, It was one of the neighboring students who saw the posts and brought it to the girl Jazzy's uh, attention when she was moving out. So after that, uh, she filed a complaint, I think, with public safety or somebody on campus. Um, And she had been sick for the entire time that she was there. Yeah. Complaining about her throat and her throat possibly being infected and this, that, and the third. And paying her own money for, like, I guess... Whatever healthcare they have on campus. Yeah, the little campus healthcare. God bless that man. I mean, bitch, because A, it's not free, and B, it's not good. So <laughs> you go to campus healthcare and pray they can they have the antibiotic because that you need because otherwise you're gonna have to go to the real hospital. So I think my throat is infected and it's like really pussy and brown. Okay, well we've got loads of band aids. We've got fairly odd parents. <laughs> we've got SpongeBob band aids. Okay, that's not okay. We got an apple cider rinse you could do. Um, you're probably better off just doing that. Well, I mean, dead ass probably so because you could do that at a home for like what fifteen cents. The fact that this little bitch took that girl's toothbrush and put it up her asshole. I'm assuming that's what she meant. Somewhere down there. Somewhere in that's the genital what, where region. the sun doesn't shine. Means. Right. You mean to tell me your ass hairs, the fucking ass particles on my toothbrush, you rubbing your bloody tampons. The fact that you carried a bloody tampon out of the bathroom and put it anywhere. Like, the... (laughs) Woo! That shit is so fucking gross. And you rubbed it all over her backpack, bitch? Spitting in my coconut oil? I'm assuming, just by the goodbye Jamaican Barbie part, you are uncomfortable with the fact that this girl is... Prettier than you, lit, probably really yeah. kind, 
focused because she was talking about how she didn't even have time for all of this because she was missing class and all that type of stuff. Meanwhile, you can't spell your. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You it it seems to me like you were just uncomfortable with this black girl so who gross. you you recognize is pretty and probably focused and kind and you just felt like being a bitch to her. You were probably a bitch in high school as well for similar reasons to other people. And it's just like, I don't really understand when you are at college, whether you sit in a campus or not, of course you have a social life, but your focus in college is still to is to get your degree and leave. Right. You know, like you're there to work. That's the goal. You're there to get your work done and to leave and go on to whatever, you know, faction of your life you're going to so the fact that you are being hostile towards somebody else that you're sharing living spaces with is a waste of time it helps nobody but then you doing disgusting vile things like this and you're assuming that she's moving out because you did these things to her and she did not even know until somebody told her about it what a bitch you need your whole entire white ass knocked to the bone. Yep. The fact that you got arrested and kicked out of school isn't even good enough to me. I hope that this girl takes legal action against you and both of your whack-ass fucking scum-of-the-earth-ass parents, wherever the <laughs> fuck they are at, for sending you out into the world with zero home training. Racist piece of shit. Like, there's no other reason that you could have been doing this besides the fact that she's a black girl. Yep. And that's why you made it a Jamaican barbie. I don't even know if the girl is Jamaican. I haven't seen anything. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's in the... Check out the hashtag Justice for Jazzy if you want to see the Facebook Live video and some of the reactions and stuff. I think they've just decided to charge her with a hate crime. I don't know if one of these is being upgraded to a hate crime or what. That's what what they're going for. I think police are trying to add that in there. It says Getting expelled from school is just the beginning. She was arrested with charges... She was charged with third-degree criminal mischief and second-degree breach of peace. So, Criminal mischief. I feel like there should be something about putting my bodily health in danger because she put that girl's toothbrush up her booty hole. That is disgusting. Like, And my throat is currently... Right, like, even and... In oh my the God. IG live, I was just throwing up for not years. IG. Even in the Facebook live or whatever, she sounded sick, and she uh, had to like sniffle every two seconds. She said, "I'm still sick. I've been sick for the longest time." Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm just here coming to go to school, spending my own money, being in college, and living on campus. On top of that, is its own set of issues. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's stressful enough trying to keep your grades up and balance and all that type of shit. And then you have the room with a stranger, and on top of that, it's a bitch that you don't even know or like. One of my best, best, best friends in the whole world, Candace, had a similar situation when she was in school and she was living in she was living in a dorm room, I think, with two white girls and they called her a nigger. Oh, wow. And they did like similar little like weird shit to try and make her uncomfortable and get her to leave. And I had to realize uh, when it was far too late that she will beat their ass like. One by one, two by two. <laughs> Let's not get this. And the rest upon the replay. Like, you could get your whole ass dragged right here in the school if you fucking with me. I don't understand what this is about, but I wish you Fuck nothing Brianna. but the worst, young lady. Yep. I wish you nothing, your parents, nothing but the worst. And I hope, like, she, this girl needs to— I hope it to, follows you forever and you never get a job. I want my money back for the, the everything I spent to get checked out. 
Doubt of the Health Bay oh, or whatever yeah. it's called. The school gonna be reimbursing her. I want that. I want the money for my belongings that you damaged. I want pain and suffering. I want it all. Every ounce of it. Oh yeah, bitch. Because I'm getting a whole new wardrobe. Definitely a brand new backpack. This period backpack will not go back on my back. So she did she said that she didn't even notice at first because that bag was always in one place. She has several bags. And that was the bag that she just hung at the edge of her bed. I guess she would just get it things out of it whenever she needed and the flap would always be open. So the girl know, knowing uh. that must have put it in a place where she wouldn't even see it. And so it was not only on her bag, but it was on the flap of the bag that's oh open on God. her bed. So uh. she's sleeping amongst all of that type of stuff. Like, even what you doing, like, why is it that these little nasty-ass white bitches, every time y'all want to do some weird, bullying, mean shit, you have to do something vile and gross right. and nasty. Something Never that could like, put a person in the hospital. Like, you... Anyway, so she's been arrested. Apparently, she has to go back to court or like around November 15th or something like that. Um, I hope they take everything from you. Past your education. (laughs) You're horrible. You suck. Um, Yeah, you better And I really hope that that girl, that black girl has some sort of legal counsel who is putting together the paperwork to take everything that you and your family ever seen. Yep. I really do. Y'all one day gonna learn not to fuck with us. A civil suit, hopefully. If that girl was to do one of those things to you, Fox News, okay. Trump would have been tweeting about it. This is why you little raggedy ass black bitches uh, need to stop complaining. And all it would have been a completely different set of stories. Never. And the fact that she wanted to say, well, um, she began to lash out due to a hostile environment caused by uh, Jazzy's rude behavior, not compromising Girl. and posting Snapchat videos of me sleeping and making fun of me snoring. Girl, if you snore, people gonna laugh. If you snore, you snore, bitch. Like, Whose it's business just what, is that? It is what it is. I <laughs> snore. It's just like... It's something that happens, girl. I, I learned mean, to laugh at it. So you could be mad if you want to, but that is... It's not grounds for you to violate somebody's things and stuff. Right. But past that, I, you lying. Like, I don't even fucking believe you. How how are you saying that you were lashing out because she made the environment hostile? She did all of these things to you. But when you requested a room change, you weren't able to get one. But somehow mm-hmm. she was able to that get one sense. for similar right. reasons. Right. Oh, okay. Even before she said anything about you mm-hmm. fucking with her and her stuff. You didn't she want was to able out. to just, you didn't want to you move out. You wanted her black ass to move out. And I don't believe that girl did shit to you. Nope. I believe that she genuinely was as kind as she could be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You didn't say nothing to her and you not saying nothing to her was just kind of, like, again, I'm perfectly okay with being in a situation where you don't speak to me and I don't speak to you. I prefer it. So <laughs> that's fine. As long as you're not violating me and I'm giving you food and stuff for you to go, though you ain't got no problem sharing my microwave. You don't have no problem sharing with my fucking refrigerator right. with me. But the I'm making do for you. the environment hostile for you. But they weren't able to change your room. I'm making the environment hostile, Bullshit. but I'm the one who's looking for somewhere else to go. Like, I'm the one who felt like you were so cold or mean or dark-sided that I just had to get out of this space, but you're the one who feels attacked, bitch. The dates don't even mash up. Like, you said the, the date that she is saying she requested a room change, October 11th, but it was a month and a half, you say, of trying to get this girl out of the room. You're not even a good liar. Right. Like, no, you suck, Period. Good riddance. I hope that girl gets everything your your whole lineage has ever touched. You suck, and y'all gonna learn. Leave like this is exactly yeah. why dear white people exist. I just saw that the West Hartford Police Department is requesting that she be charged with a felony charge yeah. of intimidation based on bigotry or bias, bias. which I guess yep. that's what it's called. 
when it's uh, hey, I guess that's the fancy words for hate felony crime. hate crime. But yes. the felony part of that interests me a great deal. The, this bitch needs to be a felon. The police, yes. are the ones. The police are for like that. this is that, and then white ass Connecticut too. <laughs> God damn, you know you done you done really up, fucked girl. up. <laughs> So now, are you are you ready for that? Are you ready to go underneath the jail, uh, Brianna, for Ray. being a nasty little white heifer? For being Goodbye. nasty, you couldn't get somebody back the regular way. Like we used to scare each other. <laughs> this is fucked up, but it was a nigga who was a football player at our school, and he was ugly as shit, and he was fucking one of my roommates. But his face was real tragic, and so I don't know. We used to play pranks on each other all the time. Love those girls so much. But one time, I just printed out big ass. Full sheets, like it was an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, but I filled up the whole page with this nigga's football picture in just full hideous glory, and hid them all over the house. See, <laughs> no, that is funny. Like that is but not that's the kind of thing you do to fuck with your roommates. You don't rub period blood on their things. That is like that is so gross. <laughs> so I just got a lot of joy out of bitches opening the refrigerator and seeing this nigga's face, opening their backpack and seeing his face in their books, but like. That's the kind of mischief and shit you do to people you live with. You and don't, I hate. Ugh. I hate when white people do shit that makes you like where they deserve to get their ass whipped. But you know that if I knock your motherfucking ass out, now it's going to change the whole story. Because now I'm an angry black person attacking you, Violent. and your parent, get, your parents get to come in and talk about how you never did anything. You loved all the little My Little Ponies, and you're a perfect angel. And that's going to completely overshadow the fact that you're a nasty, right. hideous, disgusting beast. Because had she slapped the shit out of her, the media would have ran Brianna's Girl Scout picture and talked about how she was just some sweet college freshman who never deserved any of this. And violence is never the answer. If a bitch is putting her toothbrush up, (laughs) your toothbrush up her ass, violence is the answer. Violence that is totally justified. She it's absolutely deserves answer. to lose some teeth. It's get your ass whooped. A, B, get your ass kicked. C, <laughs> get your ass knocked out. D, all of the above. There isn't another answer. Well, it's so, not like she's going to be on campus for y'all to go find her. So, And well, your mugshot sucks just like your life. Good riddance. Justiceforjazzy.com.org. Amen. And also, that I was definitely going to talk about that and about the... The um, founder of Papa John's, his name is John Schnatter. I wish that pizza belonged to somebody else. Talking about, oh yeah, you do like Papa John's. I mean, I do. I know plenty of y'all going to call me a terrorist or whatever, but it's good. I don't think it's terrible. I like their cheese sticks better than their pizza, but the... I I live in New York City, so if I want to order a pizza, I'm not going to go for Papa John's. That just makes no sense. Unless you've been here for a week and don't know it. Right, unless you don't know where else to go. But there are a million no name pizza spots that are dollar slices light years that are literally a dollar you could never compete papa john's could know that sweet ass so true tomato sauce and that thick ass cake crust like it cannot compete to real pizza but maybe if you don't know no better or if you live in a place where real pizza is not a thing you might really fuck with papa john's or like me you really like they cheese sticks and they used to have little wings shit like that used to fuck with all of that so john schnatter has not only is his company the official pizza of the NFL, they also have deals with most of the other teams. So he's really heavily tied into the NFL. There's constantly promo about John, about John, about Papa John's. I know, I feel like the Jets are always doing something about Papa John's. But anyway, 
They were having a quarterly conference call, and he was talking about how the national anthem protests, which for the millionth time, we are not protesting the fucking anthem, although the anthem is garbage. The anthem does And does deserve to be protested. But it furthest thing from the point. The kneeling during is happening during the anthem. It is not protesting the anthem. You niggas do not know the difference, but anyway... He is blaming all of their shitty sales. Apparently, their stock is down 5% on the fact that the NFL has not nipped this in the bud. Wow. They should have done something a year and a half ago when Kyle Kaepernick's black ass started all this bullshit. Wow. And Point Blank said the NFL has hurt us. We are disappointed in the NFL and its leadership did not resolve this issue. Leadership starts at the top. And this is an example of poor leadership. What? How? So the NFL, in reality, the NFL has actually done everything it could to keep y'all's black asses from protesting or saying anything at all about like what's really going on in this country. First of all, they made sure Colin Kaepernick did not have a job. That's exhibit First of all, like you talking about they didn't nip this in the bud. Colin Kaepernick is still, now this might change, but it's still to this day as of right now, not signed and not on a team. So Unapologetically. (laughs) I don't understand how Colin could have been nipped any more efficiently. He doesn't have a uniform, girl. So what like, do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? People aren't buying Papa John's because it's garbage. It's garbage. I'm sorry. It just is trash. And if you it's had other if you had other options, you would eat there. And people have realized that. Like, why should I go into a diabetic you coma because what? I decided to have two pieces of pizza today? Also, the owner's a dick. Like that probably <laughs> and the feels owner is it a as well. fucking dick much. Like, maybe people saw. You're not so veiled support of Trump. This is not even the first time that Papa John himself has said something conservative and stupid and all this. Not almost. It's not. I'm not surprised that this has happened. I actually am a little because um, I don't want to say the the red state nation, but there are people in the flyover states in particular, I think, who just really stand for Papa John's and love it a lot. And those I don't think that. I would have expected them to not buy it because because of the NFL. You know, like I just don't see how that I just, makes sense. I think the NFL's ratings are down partially because partially because of the way that they have tried to respond to some of these anthem protests and all that. But black people are still an underwhelming minority in this country. And white people can still do whatever the fuck they feel Very like much doing. So. so punishing niggas or black people having an issue with the NFL, like black players, you know, deciding to protest in whatever ways they're allowed to protest. And then all the ways y'all have co-opted that over the season. I don't think that's the reason people are buying your pizza. I think it's because people have literally anywhere else to go and so they're doing that instead <laughs> period like cheese sticks alone cannot sustain a company and it's too many other options out there i don't have to get my pizza from bigot so i just don't fuck papa john's and fuck you my nigga oh y'all should have nipped this in the bud that a long time so ago stupid. What? and nip what in the bud somebody's, <laughs> somebody's constitution they have a right to protest if that's what they want to do. We have the right. We are citizens. White people. We have full citizenship. Do y'all know this? <laughs> like, we're allowed to be here. The Constitution, that shit is supposed to apply to us, too. Do you know that? Like, we can do the things that we're allowed to do. We are legally allowed to protest. I, I don't. So, talking about they should nip this in the bud, it's just, it all goes back to the... 
how white people are always like, oh, well, don't protest in the streets. Don't protest during rush hour. Don't protest when I have to pick my kids up from daycare. Don't, you know, curse. Don't have mean signs. Don't fight for your rights if it gets in It's just what you're really saying is don't protest. Sit your black ass down and accept what we've done and live with it because at least you aren't slaves anymore. And fuck that. I cannot that. believe this. Fuck y'all. So black people are also Woo! to blame for Papa John's and Sally Yeah, pizza. so... Ne- right. That is very so funny. your stock being down 5% is because the NFL's leadership hasn't done a good enough job of telling those darkies to stay in their motherfucking place. Or maybe One your pizza is nasty. <laughs> maybe your pizza is nasty. Maybe y'all need to start doing some deals like little, that, them niggas at Little Caesars giving away two large pizzas for $7. What do you bitches have? What y'all doing? That's true. Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut been my favorite since I was a, not, not since no. I moved to New York, but I used to fucking love Pizza I Hut. I used to tear you can tell me shit. Pizza Hut down. When they used to have that all-you-could-eat buffet on, like, the sitting one. Hell ones. yeah. Oh, bitch. I used to fuck Pizza Hut. Me up. too. Up. All up. of it. Every single flavor. <laughs> All the pizza variations I loved, and you couldn't tell me nothing about Pizza Hut. When they started the stuffed crust, nigga. I knew I had been changed. Pizza Hut for me, in terms of like these franchise or chain restaurant pizza places, whatever they would be called, Pizza Hut has always been like key. Mm-hmm. Like it's always set at the top for me just because that was like the one I was always most familiar with ever since being maybe a toddler. Right. But right. I used too. to like Papa John's as well. And I know that I, I definitely stopped buying Papa John's pizza when I heard all of the conservative, dumb, ignorant shit that he was saying <laughs> on top of having other places to get better pizza. And I like it. So I don't know what right. you're talking about. Like, white people waste so much time pointing fingers when you could just be like, maybe if I did this differently, things would change. Yeah. So if we stupid. took some of the sugar out of our sauce and decreased It the, is a little sweet. It is. It, it is. just is. But... At the same time, if I'm high enough or I've been drinking or hungry enough even, and you put Papa John's in front of me, I probably will eat it. But am I going to go buy it? Not likely. And especially after this bullshit, it's too many other spots to get pizza. I think there's maybe one Pizza Hut in all of the city. Maybe. Maybe. There's and a I, gang of Papa John's. There's one though. over there near Midtown somewhere. And I remember walking past it and being like, oh my God, a fucking Pizza Hut. And I went in and ordered one just because, like for nostalgia. Like, right. I haven't had this since I lived in the South, my God. <laughs> like it's- And any of these pizza places at this point, if I eat it, I'm going to be like, oh, I could have gone over to... Insert name of mom and pop place, and it would have yeah. been way better and far Random cheaper. spot down the fucking street, better pizza than all what over the city. Any of you hoes are doing so. all over the city. It's so ridiculous. maybe make a better product and then see how you're. Or you know, maybe not be a bigot. People are that might help. You sound like uh, Chrisette and Tina. I was they, just gonna say that <laughs> with they. How dare you take away your dollars just because we're awful and terrible and have sided with the oppressor? Bitch, I'm gonna do that. That's my right. So, fuck y'all. I'll spend my money with the Africans making pizza who are not voting for Donald Trump, Absolutely. who are not supporting Donald Trump, who don't feel like the problem is with the NFL for not nipping that nigger issue in the bud when it started a year and a half ago Colin Kaepernick don't have a job fuck else do y'all want and I'm done and many of these motherfuckers are already with their teams talking about look if you need girls are gonna kneel you do that shit in the locker room (laughs) and when when this fucking song comes on when such and such Kelly Rowland whoever gets the blowing 
You better be on both your feet. I think it's still Carrie Underwood. I mean, like, all of that shit about, okay, we'll kneel before the anthem comes on, and then when the anthem... Trash. Like, that doesn't... It, it defeats the perfect... Right, like, exactly. Whatever. Y'all are just... It's, it's turned into a... White people don't want the anthem to be disrespected, and the root of it is how y'all treat us. It has nothing treat to do us with that better. racist song. It has nothing to do with that racist song. You can say song. this over and over and white people are still like, I don't get it. So what, what? do you want? So, <laughs> no, right, no, no, no. Full humanity? We're not going to be able to do that just, today. What else do you want? No. Okay. Look, okay, but don't the protest song. the anthem, okay? Because my grandfather was a soldier and it means a lot to me. Okay, yeah. Well, guess what? Black niggas were soldiers too. So was my granddaddy and And they came back from the war to a country that did not respect them even in uniform. How about that? And my granddaddy, your granddaddy, both were fighting for. Yeah, the my right granddaddy fought also for me to do so this. Now, so now, what, what are like we to... talking about? Like, it's my always... uncle is in the armed forces right now, girl. Now what? What? So what are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, so white people act like they fought. You know what? Let's not do this because all y'all. Shit you never wars, had a problem sending Negroes off to war because you ain't got no you problem with getting rid of us. Had a problem with using us. Y'all's problem is how you treat us. Treat us like we're white. They have a problem with giving uh, the great one of great ones of us credit though, because you always have, you know. This year in theater is the untold story oh. of some, you know, soldier yeah. or whatever that saved five million white people's lives, but no one ever told you. <sighs> well, the things white people don't know. I mean, you have things that make sense and then you have things that don't make sense. And like if it if it's nonsense, it's just going to be nonsense. Like you can say all of this shit to me and all of this distracting stuff to me. Like I still watch um I go on YouTube and watch, like, the views coverages of the, like, mostly the political stuff. I don't really care what they think about, like, Nicki Minaj or whatever. Right. But they have, like, John McCain's daughter on there. Oh, and when they were talking, uh-uh. she is. I can't do her. Like, I guess they have to have a conservative on the page. She blows. <laughs> I like, can't do her. She is awful. And she sat there when they were talking. They were talking about um, Manafort. Oh my god, this shit. But they barely got to talk about it because the whole time, like, she was like, oh, well, Hillary did the same thing in the, the DNC and the, 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 the. And they had to sit there oh and, and explain to her, like, everybody but Whoopi, Whoopi, shut up. Everybody else was like, girl, that that is not, it does not matter. Guess Hillary who's Clinton in office is not right now? The president. Like, <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? No, but what you guys don't understand is, like, I have a history with 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 Manafort because you know, working in conservative, sweetie, Hillary Clinton is not the point. And they just kept going back and forth about that. And Joy oh, even said man. so at her own point, like, it's a distraction. No, but I just, you know, did it. It isn't just... the point. How do you even almost think that that's the point? You don't. You don't. You just know it's a really great distraction. Right. It's a really great way. Well, it's not even a great way because people with sense know it doesn't make sense but it's just a way for you to divert the conversation some bullshit and avoid the fact of the matter which is that y'all are trash but right. and it's it's like well don't say this about these people because i know them or you know i work i've been conservative all my life and not everybody is like like it's all this deflection instead of focusing on the actual bullshit that's happening right now even when they disagree or hate the person in question or whatever it could be like yeah trump's awful but let me give you like 50 excuses as to why republicans are lit and all of y'all are dumb okay 
But that's not what no, we're... No, because if, if Republicans were really that lit, they would be coming out against Donald Trump in droves. But they're not because at the end of the day, they still want somebody who's going to be on their side for all the dumb, evil, hateful shit they want to get pushed through. Meanwhile, your man's is talking about ain't no collusion. <sighs> Donald Trump... Twitter has to suspend Donald Trump's account. Like, that needs to happen. I feel like we're just on the brink of a war. It depends on whether he's in a good mood when he decides to wake up and start his day watching television. But you literally have a foreign policy advisor who pled guilty to lying to the FBI about trying to establish a relationship between you and Vladimir Putin. You, you, Donald Trump. Like, no collusion, no collusion. Your man just pled guilty to lying to the FBI about collusion. That so. means that he's saying he did it. <laughs> like, it's just a matter of time, man. Let the indictments continue to roll, Jesus. Please. Please, Lord. Roll them out. Like, this would be like... All of them. This could really kick off the holiday season in a beautiful way if we can just get Monday this. was a mess. I didn't and his, log on. his trans ban from the military didn't oh, go through. That. A judge was like, actually, no, girl. So you can't You're do gonna that. You're going to have to You're not allowed. go ahead and let the people keep their job. <laughs> Sorry, sweetness. You just... Thanks so much. Surprise, surprise. You can't do everything you want. I'm really just hoping that the, the Trump presidency is going to end soon. I know that that's probably going to mean a Pence presidency, but I'm hoping that is less shitty and what we're dealing with right now, I just want to make it to 2020, Lord willing. Even if, right, and I know he would be far worse as, as far as, like, policy is concerned, possibly. I just feel like there wouldn't be as much distraction surrounding him being awful. Because Donald Trump is awful, but then he's also absurd. So you have to, like... You have to go through all of these pages and pages and pages of his absurdity just to get to the fact that it's like, oh, like the stuff he's doing also sucks. Because he'll spend days talking about like some shit that Gloria Estefan said about him, you know, at Bongos or whatever. Like just like stuff that could not possibly matter at all in the bigger picture of things. Because he is more focused on being celebrated and people liking him and talking about, you know, I did this and I did that. And, you know, I turn on in the news and I think they're going to love me. And they don't because you're an ass. He really gets mad because news stations aren't nice to him. It's like, but bitch, you are the president. Nobody. We're not here to give cookies and make everybody feel warm and fuzzy. Like, you're running the fucking country, my nigga. Did you know he's arguing right now with Paul Ryan and Kevin Brady over this new tax reform bill? He wants to call it the Cut, Cut, Cut Act. (laughs) He literally wants to call it the Cut, Cut, Cut Act. Like, he's arguing with them about it because they're like, no, we need a real name for this. We need a real name for this bill, sir. We can't. The cut, cut, cut act. Like, Donald Trump is insisting on this fucking bullshit. Like, I know that, like, real Republicans with even just a smidge of sense. Taste of sense. Of how this goes are just like, every day, oh, God. It has to be the craziest battle on the inside of defending your party, but then also having to deal with this dumbass at the same time. Because, like... Whatever. I don't know. But all I can say. Don't even get me started on John Kelly talking about the Civil War <laughs> happened because niggas couldn't compromise. Like, what compromise were we supposed to make on slavery, my guy? What were we supposed to do about that? April Ryan tweeted that she asked Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, I guess at one of these press conferences, whether this administration was against slavery. And she said she heard crickets. Like, there was no answer to that. She asked Sarah on her way out. So, like, 
Just what's y'all's official opinion on like enslaved human beings? Just want to know how y'all feel about that and got nothing in response. But you don't even have to answer that question because I feel like y'all's actions are dictating all of it. Definitely. The people that you've appointed, the legislation that you're trying to pass, it all proves that we really don't mean shit to you. So I'm counting down the days and watching these white people be publicly humiliated and shamed and getting into trouble with the FBI is bringing me a lot of joy. So, all right. I think that's it. I'm done. Well, that about wraps up another episode of The Read. Yes. Check us out at thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at thisistheread. I also want to say get well soon to Reggie, a.k.a. Combat Jack. I know he um, recently underwent some emergency uh, cancer treatment. So, Reggie, just hoping that you're feeling better and you recover soon. Yes. But cancer. Absolutely. All day. All day and every day. Um, thanks to everybody who came out to Trolloween this past weekend. I hope you had a good time. Um, we've got some shows coming up. You can go to thereadlive.com to see the cities and if there are any available tickets, if you want to come out and laugh with us. Other uh, than that, I think that I'm done. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking, but I don't think I have anything else this week. So stay black and protect your magic. Shout out to Asante. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye, guys. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 